We've stressed many times in this program before the importance of starting to invest as young as possible. If you start investing in your teens and twenties, even small amounts can build up into a substantial sum by the time you retire. That's the power of compound interest, something Albert Einstein described as the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. Joining me now to tell us more is Steve Chu, chairman of the Institute of Financial Planners of Hong Kong. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Peter. What are the advantages of starting to invest when you're young, say in your early twenties? Well, that's a really great question. Actually, I, I think it's simple math. To be honest,、um, if you look into this thing called we call it the, the miracle of compound interest,、mm. meaning the longer you save, and then obviously assuming you got the same annual annualized re- investment return, the higher return, the total amount of return you can get at the end of the、uh, at the end of a period will be with much desirable. So really. You know, if you plan early, save early, you get more. And what sort of things then should you consider investing in when you're young? Presumably, you can take more risk, can't you, than well, when you're old?、Um, Frankly, I would say actually it's not that simple. That I mean, yes, people who usually say that、um, um, the younger you are, the more risk you can take. But I would also look into other factors, like it is more more personal thing. You know,、uh, Peter, you see,、uh, there are people they are very susceptible to risk. They they love taking risk. You know, in a way, even to the extent they they think they're gambling or something. But there are also a lot of many young people and investor investor or not. They're also very cautious and、mm. conscious about the, the risk of losing money. So I would say. It depends, but if other things being equal, usually people will say that the longer investment horizon you have, you can actually you can actually withstand the the, the, the short period volatility, so to speak. So market will go up and go down, but over time, if you invest into a, an asset or you, have, you go into some investment, have a longer term track record of、uh, a reasonable investment return, then actually the longer Uh, time horizon you have, yes, you can take a little bit more risk, and because you can, you can withstand the volatility in between. Basically, that is really, really the reason. So when you're young, if we see volatile markets like we have at the moment, where you can get quite big corrections, really, the tip would be to try and ride it out. You don't have to keep trying to time the market in and out. Take yes, a long-term、uh, view. Exactly, that is really the the the, the theory that、uh, now, like for instance, we are talking about using people about talking about the stock market, for instance, or we call it equity markets in. The, in the industry, so the equity markets, what what it what it generate the exhibit the behavior is that、uh, it will go up and down. The market cycle usually will synchronize with、uh, the general economic cycle. Now. Obviously, there is a deep belief that well, usually mankind will get improvement, will will our lives are getting better, and and when you talk about invest、uh, investing into equities, you talk about ownership of those companies,、mm. and companies if they doing well and they keep on doing well enough, and generally the economy is growing, then obviously you get very good return in the equity market in the longer run. Now the problem is the problem is when you buy. Uh, or you go into the investment right now, and you're looking for a longer term return, and you, it's really that hard to understand,、uh, to do, to to figure out whether this is the best time, whether the price is right or not. So the real, the, I think the better,、uh, better way of thinking that is that you aim for longer term, which means that、uh, no matter what's going on with the market right now, maybe it's the time to invest. But if there is a volatile market, maybe then you give you a better chance to go go in at a, at a level that is a, a lot, so to speak, cheaper. Meaning more variable. Now, young people tend to start off with a lot of debt. 
not a lot of spare cash. What should be your priority? Should it be investing? Should it be paying down that debt? Should it be both? Now, generally speaking, generally speaking, I, we will always recommend to paying uh, down the debt first because uh, as young people usually, uh, we think about realistically the kind of interest they're paying on the debt they're having right now is pretty high actually. In particular, compared with the general investment return we are talking about now, different economists have different assumptions on how much you make in, if you invest into longer term, like in mm. equity markets or bond markets or mix of them or other, you know, any other markets. But but people will tell you actually don't make it like you know it's just like double digit every year. It may not necessarily be true, but ultimately it's all reasonable if you're going for longer term. But if you look into some of those investment returns historically or whether you make some sort of projections, it's still quite relatively lower than what you pay for the interest. So think about if you are, have a, like a, a, a thousand or ten thousand dollar of debt, if you pay for the debt, you save interest for maybe a thousand or even more a year. But, but on the other hand, if you invest a ten thousand money sideways, the, the, you may get maybe less than ten, less than a thousand. So it doesn't really worth it to um, uh, not pay the debt right now. Now, young people find investment daunting. Where can they go to get good advice and to find sensible wealth building strategies? Yeah, usually we always say you talk to professionals. So um, this is important. Uh, uh, I think I, I recall there are some and uh, some surveys out there talking about you know why where do the millennial vendors these days get the investment financial advice? And you know what the the, the biggest chunk of the source of information are the friends. Mm. And Talk to each other, they, and, mm. and they, some some of them will look into uh, you know listen to the to listen to radio and, mm-hmm. and reading the, the news online, offline, whatever, and they try to figure out their own solutions. I would say actually, to be frank, actually you have to talk to those professionals, and and particularly to those professional financial planner where can give you a little bit more holistic total solutions, not just crunching into one or two bits of advice, but I mean plan for your future. I think that's important. If you plan early, and then you get your biggest return in the long run. Now, these days, you can have robo-advisors where you don't even have um, a real person that you're talking to. The investments are done automatically for you. Are they a good idea for young people? Um, well, I would certainly, um, I would certainly um, agree that there is some um, appeal to the young investors, young, um, young, young new generation that uh, this robot advice, it is not very, very fancy, right? It's a machine figuring mm-hmm. out what to invest. But I would also caution that um, don't take them all equal and don't just assume that a robot is better than a human. Because robot advisors usually these days, it'll give you some portfolio advice or investment choice advice. But ultimately, that depends also back to your personal a preference, your personal situation, and most of the day, most of the time, I would say, I would argue that as of now, um, uh, human advisors would mm. better be able to give you a more appropriate customized uh, solution. So, give me your top tip for young people for building wealth over the the course of their life. Okay, um, I, I think a few advisors. Well, first of all, start early. We just talk about that. The longer you you, you save, uh, the more you get. The second is don't. Be afraid of uh, starting with small sums of money. There are so many uh, financial products out there. You can start with a couple thousand or even a couple hundred uh, Hong Kong dollars. Actually, you can do that. Uh, just be, just uh, reach out and talk to people, understanding more. I think these days, particularly, there's so many choices out there. You won't be short of um, anything you want. Steve, thank you very much. Thank indeed. you very much, Peter. That was Steve Chu, Chairman of the Institute of Financial Planners of Hong Kong. Thank you for listening this morning. Next week, on the first programme in June, we'll shine the spotlight on annuity products. Jimmy Lam will explore the financial impact of long working hours on one of our listeners. Finally, 
I'll talk to a local entrepreneur who has successfully married artificial intelligence with sport and fitness. Remember to tune in next Saturday at 8.30. From me, Peter Lewis, have a fantastic week ahead. <laughs>